Welcome to the Willow City Council regular meeting of August 8th, 2023. Shall we stand and salute the flag? And perhaps Council Member Williams will lead us in the flag salute. Let's not do this every time. Stand, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Clerk, roll call, please. Councilmember Hanson. Here. Councilmember Hoffman. Here. Councilmember Sprague. Here. Vice Mayor Bottom. Here. Mayor Thomas. Here. Everyone's present, sir. Thank you. For those in the audience, you can see a new variety of seating. And I asked Amos if he would give us a quick rundown of what his goal and plan is as far as audio and visual. Um, so we moved this mostly for wiring purposes. Um, the audio system is mid-install. Should be finished hopefully by the end of next week where I'll start testing it. Then uh, we'll start seeing that. We'll also do the video install hopefully next week. Uh, by the end of September, uh, I hope to have everything tested and online so that you can watch these meetings from the comfort of your own home. Yes, um, that? Yes. Yeah, that's better. So yeah, the, the online reporting streaming capability should be on by the end of September, but they were well on their way with uh, the installation of everything. So you'll see this as the meetings progress. This place changes little by little until uh, by the September should be done. We're going to have another video uh, monitor up there as well for visual. Correct. Okay. Changes to the agenda? There are none. Okay. Public comment and consent calendar forum. All matters on the consent calendar are considered routine and are approved by one motion, one vote, unless council members or the city manager first request that the matter be removed for separate session and action. Individuals wishing to address the city council concerning consent calendar items or regarding matters that are not already on the agenda are invited to make oral comments up to three minutes at this time. Please address your comments to the mayor and the council members and not to the staff or the audience. I state a lot of the council is not permitted to undertake any action on discussion or items that are not appearing on the posted agenda. If you have items to deliver to the city, please present them to the clerk or at the desk after during business hours. Do you have any public comment? Let's make sure there's no ladies first. Good evening, Mr. Uh, Mayor and Council Members. My name is Jeff Williams. I'm the Willis resident. Um, on July 25th at 5 p.m., or actually at 5.30, you had a closed session meeting in regards to 5A, which was significant exposure to litigation pursuant to the AOMO code, property located at 153 North Lassen Street. And we was told that after coming out of closed session that Mrs. Davis, which is my sister, I'll make full disclosure, uh, would be uh, sent a letter about the results of what the closed session came up. She since got a copy of that stating that the city uh, was not going to reinstall the apron, I believe is the proper term, not the right way, but apron. And <clears throat> this, is, this uh, matter has come before the council multiple times under a closed session. And one of the things I find odd is the way the wording is, it says significant exposure to litigation. 
well, what they're asking for, you denied as a body. And so I don't think the litigation part of it is still a possibility. Um, I would ask that you um, discuss this matter in an open public meeting. I know that you can't take anything tonight. I would ask that you place it on the agenda for uh, open public meeting comments at the next council meeting, please. Thank you. Anyone else? Hearing none, we'll move to the consent <coughs> calendar. Register approval, minutes approval, street plan and program renew. Mr. Mayor, you. Yes. I'd like to ask that the uh, draft minutes be uh, removed for discussion, please. Draft minutes from the July 25th meeting. Both of them from special and regular or just regular? Just the regular. Okay. Um, the item here under discussion under on the minutes is. Well, uh, anybody item. else? I'm sorry. Anybody else have anything else on the consent calendar? No. Well, then I would entertain a motion to approve the consent calendar for item 5A, 5B, except for the regular city council minutes, street banner program. So moved. Second. Discussion from the council? Hearing none, all in favor say, take your time to say aye. Aye. Mr. Schrader, regular city council meeting minutes. Yeah, and this might just be a order, point of order, or maybe not understanding the procedures yet, being the rookie on the on the council. Uh, but the item here is item A, which was a discussion and action calendar, which was the City Gate Associates contract. And the item here in the draft says no action taken. Um, the agenda that was uh, posted specifically said on that item on the agenda specifically said that this was under the action item and the recommended action was authorized by the managers to execute a contract. I don't want to necessarily play semantics, but the, uh, as we were discussing that, Mr. Hansen brought up, don't we just, can't we just ignore that and not do anything and not take an action? And I, I specifically reiterated that I made a motion, Mr. Hoffinke seconded, and I asked for a vote on it, and we all voted favor to reject, rejecting the action, not just letting it lay idle and letting it go away, but I specifically asked that we reject it. So if it's semantics, if I'm not understanding clearly uh, the procedure or whatever, but I would ask that that the uh, minutes do reflect that the motion was made and the second and voted unanimously to reject the contract. Thank you. Thank you. I don't have a specific recollection of that. Yeah, Mr. Mayor, no, yeah, Mr. Spriggs, correct, that's... Okay. Yeah, was the action so you would entertain a motion to approve the minutes with that correction? With that correction, the rejection, uh, the motion was made to reject, it was second and voted unanimously to reject. Thank you, Mr. Anderson. Welcome. Okay. So you made that in the form of a motion? Yes. Second. 
Motion and a second to approve the minutes of the regular session of July 25th with the amendment as stated. All those in favor of signify by saying aye. 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 Let me have a clear view of that if I might. There's no reflection on the clerk's uh, action involved in this. I think he recorded it the way he recalled it. Remembered it. So. No offense taken. No okay. Thank you. Okay, I'm at public hearing for unmet transit needs. Now we have a, do we have Ashley Benjamin here? Is this up to the county or the? It's, it's the county's presentation and public hearing, so I sent the agenda today as a reminder. I'm not sure. Anybody else from the county here to present on unmet transportation needs? The, the posting in the newspaper said 7 Yeah, Mr. Mayor, I'm just wondering if actually had the former time formally met. Yes, that could very well be the case. Well, then I suggest we postpone the public hearing on this agenda until after item eight comments and reports. <coughs> I, I don't know if you can you do that if it's if public noticing says seven and then or do you want to wait until the seven? Okay. All right. Okay. So, if it, want to go into closed session then, or? Well, we have comments from and reports of council correspondence, city council comments and reports, and city manager's reports. We can address those at this time. Mr. Mayor, I do have her number if you'd like me to uh, contact her. Please. Okay. We'll recess for a moment while she reach out. Sure. Okay. Right. Thanks. There's a lady walking in the door right now with a tag around her head. Are we to recess, Mr. Mayor? Yeah. Are we to recess? I think you're walking in the door. Oh, okay. That's how we can verify Here she is. Okay. Perfect time. Hi, we're on your item. Oh, goodness. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. We will not recess and we will proceed with our public hearing. You're just in time. We're speeding yeah. around here. Council Congress? 
I guess, Mr. Mayor, I would be interested for public benefit for folks who see the buses going around and, and see the various occupancy within the buses uh, to know that the, no the number of riders in 1998 and the number of riders in 2023, and I think the public would be interested in knowing the uh, average cost per passenger hour for 98, 08, 12, 18, and 22. The point, of course, is that some people see the buses driving empty. Mm -hmm. and, and since it is a public funding program and has a, a tax on our gas fees, which we all want about, it would be advantageous to have a number associated with the value that we're paying for, what, what, what we're getting, if you will, meaning all of us do this. So if it would be possible to be public with at least that much information, anything else you think might, might say, make people, I don't want to say justify, I don't want to say validate, but it'd be interesting to know. Particularly if it turns out that the numbers are kind of like, why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely, and I appreciate that. In fact, the Transportation Commission, on a quarterly basis, we actually provide the ridership numbers and data on um, just public for our Dial-A-Ride program, our volunteer medical transportation program, and the ride. Um, I don't think that we compare, um, we haven't presented that information, obviously, with this item for the City Council, but however you all would like that information, I'm happy to provide that. Um, as far as, and if you could repeat the years that you were requesting for the average cost. I, I tried to pick, on the average passenger hour, cost per hour, yes. I was, took 10 years, 98, 08, 12, 18, and 22. What I wanted yes. to be looking for is some graph, that if we graph, we would feel good, 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 better, or what's going on, we need to think about this. Yeah. No, I know that with uh, with COVID, our ridership obviously suffered dramatically. Um, but the, it, the numbers have improved; they're continuing to improve. Um, and actually, this past Saturday was Glen Ride's 25th anniversary, and so we're actually considering um, hosting different programs like seniors riding for free, or even you know other members of the community applying for you know free passes or raffles. And so, if the council has any ideas um, or would like to see anything. You know, for transit, our writers, um, please feel free to share that with our staff. So there's one other thing that I read within the from reading it that it was designed within the county of Glen, that it's a service within the county put on by the county and everyone. But yet ours seems to be more oriented towards taking people to Butte County. I know there's a need, mm -hmm. I would just question the value in terms of dollars and cents. Uh, so I, I, I guess that's not a, that's a question or not. But we do know, I hear people tell me they take it to Chico, they take it to Chico, they take it to Chico. And uh, I don't know, if it was in the county of Glen, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I mean, that's generally our most popular route is people, you know, coming in, especially from the college, and now with the new, um, the new campus that opened up too, we're thinking that there actually would be more, you know, traffic actually coming into Glen County. And then we're also famous for our track stop that um, brings the people from Tehama County too. Uh, but you're right that we're generally kind of a stop in the middle um, for, for big places, but we're, we're certainly working on, you know, trying to establish new stops as well, um, even mostly in, or in Orland, and hopefully um, more along the routes of the like 32 in Hamilton City, so hopefully um, that would bring in more traffic as well. But what is within the confines and the intent of the program, if it was to transfer outside of the jurisdiction that we're talking about, if that's normal, programs to transport beyond your county involved. Do they just do transfer to us? Do they travel to us? Um, I'm honestly not 100 percent sure. I know that at the transfer station that's usually you know that's where usually people get off for Glenray. 
Um, but I don't think that they have any designated stops here. I don't think that they use our stops here. Um, but, and then again, too, like a lot of our um, specialized programs, like Thylerite, obviously, is for our Orlando and Willis residents, but like volunteer medical is usually out of the area um, service for providing. We don't usually, you know, hear. here. Um, so it, it is usually like we're the middle stop, but yeah. Well, I like things that have been going on forever, especially when we take the time to reevaluate whether they should continue. Absolutely. Absolutely, and that's why we use this opportunity every year to check in, just make sure. Thank you. you know, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Anyone else? Yeah, Mr. Mayor, thank you. Yeah, first of all, I'd like to thank Ashley Ben and Coral for her work, but she's been a, a terrific asset to the uh, Transportation Commission. Uh, and she works under Martin Thomas, Executive Director, very, very good, fine man, and very capable in you know, his role. Uh, and, and, Mr. Bob, to answer your question, that the, uh, the minimum fare box return numbers have to be at 10% in order to continue to receive the funding. And, and uh, uh, Glen Drive is consistently been, well, the, the, Glen, the Glen Transit Service is consistently been. They have set up what? 10% 10, 10 ridership. 10% ridership. What's that's the what that's of, uh, what's 10% of what? 10% uh, fare box return. Okay, 10% of the fare box return. Yeah, 100%. And and Glen Wright as well as, as Glen Wright uh, is consistently met, uh, is consistently coming above that mark, even through COVID, even through COVID. And 12, 12 and a half percent, even up to 13% at times. Right. The last report was right around 12%, actually, I believe. Yeah, it was just under 13%. Yeah. So I yeah. <laughs> which, which is significant with yeah. the loss of students to be a college in COVID. Basically, and uh, uh, a lot of the writers are, are student based, but uh, anyway, so just if that, if that helps with that information, Good. that's all I have. So, thank you, Rachel. Could you describe for the rest of us what Fairbox return means? Oh boy, this is more of a marketing question. Um, <laughs> I don't generally deal with the stats and whatnot, but I know that we have to basically recover you know, 10% of the cost that we take in, so at least make up 10% of the revenue has to go to, um, it essentially has to be about the 10% of the revenue we take from the bottom line. Um, so if, for instance, almost like Mr. Councilmember Bottom said, like if you're not making, you know, enough to sustain your costs, then the same, you know, it's- So it's a percentage of expense. Correct, yes. Correct. Yes, yes. Okay, thank you. That's the, the, the charge of the writers, you know, pay to, to, write, to use the service. And is, when you get that mark about 10%, you continue to receive the funding. Yeah, thank you. Anything from this side of the I have a question. Uh, back about 30 years ago, the Hampton was the Secretary of Agriculture for California in relation to. No, sir. No, no. Yeah, maybe you get that question. I do. <laughs> I love seeing the name on the freeway, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love seeing the name on the freeway too. I think it was a John Benjamin that was in there too. But yeah. Uh, the other question is more appropriate to what you're here for. I know that we've got traffic uh, uh, bus stops located in Sycamore and a few other locations. I'm always perplexed when I see it go through a residential area like my own down Green Street, which there's no uh, bus stops or anything. So my question is, are people able to call you and then have you pick them up in front of their house, or do, does the bus drop them off at their 
house as opposed to just dropping them off at the closest uh, bus stop. And the prison stop there at the uh, parking seat at Humboldt and Green. I mean, Green Street right across. I still get the question as there. Do they stop based on requests? They do. Our gallery program actually is on a door to door um, service based. Um, Even with that big bus? Yes. Not with the big buses now. Our cutaway buses are smaller vehicles, and we're actually in the middle of purchasing new electric and hybrid vehicles to for this purpose. But, um, it is door-to-door -door service, and it's within 1.5 miles within the city hall limits of Orland and Willows. But yes, they will take you for any uh, needs that you need for grocery shopping, jobs, school, um, basically any you know necessary you know, trips that are needed um, or expenses. But it's um, you have to apply for a transit card. But other than that, the um, entry is is pretty low. Yes, for Dialeride. And if I understood what you gentlemen are suggesting, because they want to get to that on the Pacific, they might come down Green Street, might be the shortest route. Yeah, it's on the corner, like Green, it's like right there. So I think it's down Green. Yeah, Green, okay. Thank you. Yes, Yeah. Um, so I take over for Jeff on the Transportation Committee and learn about being a start learn a lot of things. And it's one of the things you want to pay attention to, that you pay attention to, they have to. Um, like I said, I have a, uh, a bus stop right around the corner for me. Uh, and there's someone there every morning and in the afternoon. I mean, there's one person. I mean, there's a person who goes to school every morning and there's someone who goes to work. Um, but, you know, I understand that having to make the financials make sense, but we're also providing service to the people who can't get where they need to go. And that's another reason you have to go to the county for hospital visits and other things. Um, you know, it's not always about the return of investment all the time. So I wish it was, right? Um, but as a, you know, when I was in Austin, I had to rely on public transportation until you have to do it. You know, you don't understand how important it is. I was still I had to ride two buses to get to a train and I had to run a mile to work and then do it on the way home. That's a good thing I was training for bikes. But, uh, you know, when you're a one-car family or a no-car family, you know, you have public transportation and it's, it's the only way you get places to school or work or whatever. So um, uh, I learned a lot of that to be uh, on the transportation because it's uh, just something you don't think about. They, like I say, you have to think about it, but uh, I'm grateful we have it. I'm grateful to have you. Thank you. Thank you. I think they've answered anything I might have. So, pleasure uh, to council. Oh, it is. Public hearing. Do we have a resolution? To, uh, no, to, to receive. But just to receive this bill? Yes. My mistake. Thank, Thank you very you much. much. Thank you, Thank you. My error. Okay. That's correspondence. You may want to go for and city council comments and reports. Anybody want to go first? Reports? Oh, Mr. Mayor, I'll go first. A, a, a two meetings report on. Uh, we had a uh, special meeting at the Glen Groundwater Authority on July 26. That meeting was to, as uh, 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 I reported at our last meeting, uh, we rescinded the, uh, the uh, Proposition 218 process because our consultant utilized a list from 2019, which had a 35% discrepancy rate. There, and the action we took at the special meeting was to set the, uh, the uh, operation speed uh, per acre 
at $1.50 per acre, which is which this will be the fourth consecutive year that it's been set at $1.50 cents an acre, so that remains the same. And we also pulled back the, uh, the uh, billing claim from the consultant uh, for further review and uh, have remarked approximately half of that uh, as uh, we may not be paying. More to report out on that as we move forward is currently That was a Glen Groundwater Authority, and I sat in for Mr. Sprague uh, as the alternate on the Glen County Waste Management Regional Agency on July 27th. Very short agenda, but it was a, a very informative meeting. Uh, the uh, illegal dumping in the county so far in 2023 has cost staff time to the taxpayers of the county of $20,000, a little over $20,000, $20,194.36, and that's to retrieve uh, a little over 14 tons of garbage strewn about the county roads the public works was picked up, which is horrible. Uh, the uh, lowest cleanup day went real well. We don't have waste management that does not have tonnage reports yet, but we expect those soon. And just want to report out there is another uh, countywide cleanup day on Saturday, October 21st. That's Saturday, October 21st from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. And it's going to be at the Glen County Transfer Station, number 33. Uh, so free, free dump day, basically. Uh, yeah, it was 14.1242 uh, tons of garbage picked up by public works personnel in, in, within the county. And uh, the overages, as far as waste management pickups, are concerned on, on the garbage pickup for residential uh, users, the overages and contamination report. Most of the overages and contamination are in the Orland area on Tuesdays for some reason. Uh, the South County area was, wasn't looking too bad. And that's really all I had to report. So thank you very much. Thank you. Not, nothing to report. I've made a report, but I've got some comments on that. Feel free. Okay. Um, and Bill, I'm not trying to debate the issue particularly, but I just want to add some clarity to uh, the topic that was uh, discussed at length on the night of my appointment, which was about the negativity, the negativity. So I'd like to respond to that first with a little story. So the doctor and the patient sit down looking over the patient's oncology. And the patient immediately looks at the doctor and says, I don't want to hear anything negative. I want to move forward. I want to only hear the positive stuff. So the doctor sits there a minute and said, okay, well, it looks like you're going to at least live for another six months. You can look forward to that. Or we can start you on some uh, treatments and uh, maybe add 20 years to your life. Treatments? Treatments for what? What have I got? Am I going to die? Is it going to hurt? Is it going to cost me money? Is it going to take a long time? The doctor looks at the patient and says, you told me not to tell you anything negative. Here's my point. Is sometimes the reality of what we're dealing with is in fact negative. The reality is that look back at the past city council's action and see where there's been most misappropriation of funds, or staff, I should say, misappropriation of funds, failure to provide public information, possible Brown Act violations, and so on. My promise to you is that when I was sitting out here as the audience, 
It was easy for me to take the time, or it wasn't easy, but I took the time, to point to those negative realities that we had to deal with. Now that I'm up here on the council, I hope to bring solutions and remedies to those, and not necessarily be negative and looking at the negative aspects of the city, but looking at the reality of the city and how we can remedy those things. I understand the distinction between being a member of the public and hovering the campers up close, and then being up here, how do we, <coughs> excuse me, how do we in fact solve problems? So that's my pledge to you, good folks. It's not to say that I'm going to ignore the reality even when it becomes negative. Okay, gentlemen? Thank you. Casey? Okay. Thank you, uh, Mr. Sprague. Um, under council correspondence, uh, Mr. Sprague gave me a letter and said, Dear Rick, since my appointment to the council has become clear that a degree of apprehension and tension has developed between you and me, needs to say that saddens me. So to avoid any more confusion and anxiety on either side, I believe our communications outside of any regular and closed session council meeting should be done by written letters or emails from our respective city of Willow's email accounts. I'm still having difficulty getting my city email account set up, so please accept this letter instead. Your recent voicemail to me indicated that you didn't fully understand my request for having items placed on the council's agenda for discussion of possible action. During the last council meeting, I asked that I replace Jeff Williams on the sewer fund ad hoc committee. You'll recall, too, that I asked for a closed session titled a city manager evaluation to be held with only the council members and the city attorney in attendance. The city attorney suggested the items could be added to the next council meeting agenda, but then in a recent email to me, city manager Brown said, quote, I consulted with the mayor on the agenda. It was not directed to add either of that item. The agenda is typically set in concert between the mayor and the city manager. When the council members request specific agenda items, the usual protocol is to run through the mayor and he notifies me of any additions. For everyone's clarity, earlier this year, Councilman Williams asked that the sewer fund review ad hoc committee be formed to include Councilmember Hoffington. The council approved the request. Subsequently, I met with both members to discuss the ways the ad hoc committee could better scrutinize past and current expenditures and the actual cost to provide the sewer service in order to develop a more equitable sewer rate for those approved in 2021. Now that I'm on the council, I'm requesting the ad hoc committee be rebooted to include me and Jeff Williams. And I'm also requesting a closed session employee evaluation of the city of Brown. Marty Brown, thank you in advance for your favorable consideration. I am too greatly saddened that we couldn't pick up the phone and have a conversation. On Wednesday, following last Tuesday's meeting, I called and asked for clarity on what you specifically wanted. The reason being, you just accused me of being violating Brown Act. So, if I'm going to put something on the agenda, I'm going to make sure that I fully understand what you're after and okay. I want it to happen. You chose to not return my call. So I called again the following week and simply said, we need to talk. If that's considered to be apprehension and tension, um, that's sad. I think we need to work as a cooperative group. We need to work together. We need to be able to communicate and have conversations. I think this is a wrong way to go. I have the same situation with Councilmember Hoffinke, and um, as well as the staff. So I feel that um, 
I understand he added to the agenda. It would have been on the agenda had I had an opportunity to make sure I understood completely what you're after. And uh, we worked together for 25 years. To have this go south so quickly with your appointment, for which I voted for, I'm fairly, really saddened by it. Well, I, I concur, Mr. Great. <coughs> so with that, yes. I will, uh, do you have a city manager's report? Well, I was just going to mention that um, I got the numbers in for the cleanup day on July 22nd. And just speaking of tons of trash, um, on the four hours on the 22nd, we got 20.27 tons of trash, 48 pounds of e-waste, and 14.83 tons of scrap metal. And uh, still waiting for the final numbers on the mattresses, which will be in the newsletter in August. One other item, um, the ad hoc committee of Marty Brown, Gary Hansen, and I did meet with Travis Goodwin from the Sheriff's Department on Monday to further our discussion about the Sheriff's contract. Well, we don't have anything yet to report. Uh, we felt we had a good meeting, and uh, when we have more information, we'll be able to uh, share that. With that, I will adjourn to closed session, but before I do, Closed session pursuant to government code sections 54954.3. The public will have an opportunity to direct and address the legislative body on the items below. The city council convening in the closed session. We have a conference with legal counsel for anticipated litigation three different times. Anyone care to, anybody have any comments? Hearing none, I will adjourn the regular session. It is 635. 8.15, the council's returning from closed session. We report out. Uh, with regard to the items in the closed session, that first item of information was received and direction has been given to staff. On the second item, and which was twofold, the grand jury report on the transient occupancy tax has been agendized for the next meeting. The third item was that with the recusal of Councilman Sprague regarding the grand jury report on the sewer rate response has been agendized for the next meeting. And on the final item, again with the recusal of Councilman Sprague, the city has completed an investigation into the firing of an employee. The investigation has been completed and the findings have been upheld. The city manager's decision to terminate. With that, I will close the, close the meeting officially at 8.17. I understand the last phrase of that, the city manager.